Welcome back to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Love is in the air, and what a more appropriate week than Shark Week. But it's all good because today, to help us navigate the world of love, dating, and relationships, I have a very special expert that's going to be answering some of our questions and giving us some of his professional advice because Lord knows we need it. Mm-hmm. At least I know I do. <laughs> And here to help me tackle this week's show is someone with more embarrassing stories than me, who I thought could use today's (laughs) advice and help dish some because she's been there. I have my friend Veronica Baltadano. Hi. Hi. And this week's drink of the week is Vives Vitafruit. Uh, it's from Vives Vitafruit cocktail line. It is the very passionate coconut colada. It's light. It's refreshing, which is perfect for summer. It's USDA certified organic and under 125 calories. And the best part is it's ready to drink. It's mm. all bottled up. Yeah. You just shake it, pour it, drink it. You like it? <laughs> yeah, it's actually really good. It's good. It's light, I think I'm right? I'm going to take what's left home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now let's get to our guest of the hour, who we have some some exciting things to talk about with. Dr. Javier Amador is an internationally renowned psychologist that has appeared as a frequent expert for CNN, ABC News, The New York Times, 60 Minutes, USA Today, Cosmo, and many, many more. He is also the author of a few books, including Being Single in a Couple's World, How to Be Happily Single and Open to Love. And he's featured in the newly released book, I Suck at Relationships, So You Don't Have to, by Bethany Frankel. And he's here with some dating and relationships solutions for you and for me and for all of us please welcome dr amador hello zach how are you doing good how are you i'm doing great how's the weather out on the east coast it is hot and sticky and muggy and Ooh. and hot ah <laughs> not fun we've actually gotten a nice day out here in la it's it, yeah. it, it, it's not as hot and muggy as it's it has like windy been windy today yeah it's a little it's a little odd um, so, Dr. Amador, you were um, you helped Bethany with um, her latest book, "I Suck at Relationships," so you don't have to. Uh, yeah, it, really, in the context of being her therapist for the last uh, about three and a half years on uh, in real life, and then on on her shows and on on uh, right. Real Housewives. So in the book, um, you and Bethany discuss the differences between men and women and how uh, their differences. Um, kind of affect relationships. So do you want to real briefly go over some of those core differences? Sure. I mean, I, you know, we, Bethany and I don't agree on everything, that's for sure. But in this area, we definitely agree there are, there are some generalizable differences. And this is based both on my experience just in life, in my experience as a therapist. And there's a lot of research on this. Men typically are socialized to fix things. Um, when, when we see a problem in a relationship, we want to, you know, come up with solutions. And oftentimes, and these are gross generalizations, I know it, and it sounds a lot like John Gray and men are from Mars, women are from <laughs> Venus. But the fact is, these are, there are certain timeless psychological truths. So I'm just, okay. you know, I'm the conduit. I'm channeling some, you know, longstanding psychological truths here. Women, on the other hand, are socialized to value relationships above almost everything else, at least early in their life. And they mostly want to be heard and understood mm-hmm. and appreciated. True. So you put those two <laughs> personalities together, those two differences in focus, and it's, it's a recipe for making an argument 
blow up or creating arguments when really all you, you had was a simple disagreement. So so how do these differences apply to like same sex couples where, you know, the genetic makeup, you know, for the male and the female are kind of the same. Do any of the rules still apply in those situations? Oh, absolutely. And, and it, it has to do with your personality type. Okay. Um, you know, all men have, whether you're gay, bi, or straight, have a female feminine side to their personality. Where is it? A lot, of guys, <laughs> a lot of guys, when I tell them this, get, you know, I, I live in actually a pretty conservative area. Uh, well, I'm not going to reveal all my politics here, but I was a little surprised by how, how conservative it is out here. And I remember once telling somebody, uh, sitting at a bar and telling this guy next to me, You've got a feminine side, dude. Come on. And he, I thought he was going to punch me. Wow. Yeah, um, they, don't but, like, they don't take that too well, a lot of guys. Well, some people don't. But there's, there's a lot of research on this. And, and okay. gender is actually, um, if you try to measure it and assess it, now I'm talking a little bit you know, like, a, like a psychologist and, and a uh, scientist. But the truth is, when you do research on it, it's gender lies on a continuum. So if you're gay, you may have more feminine traits. You may have more masculine traits. So short answer, absolutely, these generalizations uh, apply. And, and really what matters is, Zach, knowing whether you're the kind of person who, I just want to fix the problem, I don't want to hear about it, or if you're the kind of person who feels strongly, I just want to be heard, you never listen. And, and, and those I two... love to be heard. I like to be heard all the time. That's why I have my own show, Dr. Amador. <laughs> <laughs> But you, can I well, say something really quick, like about you absolutely. saying about um, men generally want to fix things? I just mm -hmm. notice because I've been in, like he's, like Zach has mentioned, I've been in a lot of relationships, and you know I'm a single mom, two kids, and like I have to play both roles sometimes, and I have like controlling issues when it comes to dating guys and all that. But I found that the guys I have met don't want to fix anything; they just want like the easy route. Well, yeah, or they, or how about this? Tell me if this is right. They okay. just want to be, they just want to be right in the argument. I'm right and you're wrong. Right. And I don't like that because, because of, <laughs> <laughs> of, you know, my little control issues. That I have. Right. But yeah, well, I've noticed that. Well, look, you know, re relationships are by definition a compromise. It's the yin, yin and yang. It's, it's the way that two people come together, fit together, does it work or not, depends on, the initial fit, so how much control can you give up in this case, right? Right. How much control can you share? Uh, do you want someone who's submissive, or do you, would, you, would you find that incredibly unattractive? You know, what's really interesting is that, in my experience, what attracts couples to each other, you know, at the outset, mm -hmm. that first look across the room, that first conversation, are the very same traits that they argue about six months, six years later. Mm, the very same trait. You know, can I say something? I haven't found that perfect guy. Well, not that there's perfect men out there, right? Or women. But I want, because I'm controlling, I actually want somebody to be able to control me. Does that sound mm -hmm. wrong? <laughs> Does well, that sound it, weird? It, it, it sounds like it would be a great relief. Um, and I don't know, you know, in what realms you want to be controlled. Oh. But, <laughs> well, but, well, not afterwards you know, yet. <laughs> Well, you know, we, we could go there or not. It's not possible. <laughs> but, but um, you know, kidding is, well, I'm not kidding. I mean, really, it's a matter of what you experience when you're in the relationship. We can, we can make generalizations about ourselves. But until we meet somebody, you know, chemistry overcomes a lot of differences. Mm. 
So he can relation- a lot of chemistry. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, Dr. Amador, no. but this just popped no. in my head. Is it possible to uh, to have a relationship with someone when there isn't much of the chemistry there? Or is that kind of just like ready to fail? That's like a, a train without a finishing track. That's almost like settling, no? Well, you know, I, I, I've seen people, I, I've, seen, I've seen couples who the husband retires, 65 years old, and now suddenly they, they have marriage problems because they have to interact. He's not off at work all day and spending weekends with his business buddies, you know, golfing. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it can work, but is it settling? Yeah, it's, I think it's settling for companionship over romance. But, you know, that's not necessarily a terrible thing. Uh, but if you really want romance, then an essential ingredient to answer your question, Zach, is yes, you have to have chemistry. Realistically, chemistry is going to fade sometimes, but there's sort of this major foundation. I saw it in my parents, actually. Uh, my, my father, I mean, they watched a lot of television, way too much television, but I'll tell you one thing. He always had his arm around her when he was watching television. And, and I caught them, you know, in their camper in the middle of the day up in the bed with, oh. with the curtains closed. Now, what was that about? My mother, <laughs> my mother, I, my father turned beat. I was 16. I was, I was driving with my girlfriend up the mountains, and I see their camper. I knock on the door. They don't come out. Like, What's going on? <laughs> and I catch them back home later. I see my father peek out from the bed, you know, he, he opens the curtain. My father couldn't deal with it when I when I was joking about it. My mother said, "Hey, you should be proud that after so many years, That's we still right. you know like to make love." Um, <laughs> so yeah, chemistry is important, um, but you know people have different needs at different times in their lives, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't I don't I don't have any interest in judging it as settling. If people have a genuine partnership, companionship, deep love, maybe they're raising kids together. Um, for some people, that is enough. It's more than enough. It's a gift. So is there any psychology behind why we're attracted to certain people and why we're not attracted to others? Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's quite a bit. I mean, one of the... And it changes over time, right? Because I feel like my attraction to certain type of guys have changed. It, it changes over decades, not over years. I mean... Uh, okay. You know, at... <laughs> <laughs> it actually has been decades. <laughs> There's, there's, there's a pretty big shift after 30 and then again after, uh, you know, Just claiming I'm 35, so yes, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, get ready. Buckle your seatbelt. It's going to get bumpy. Actually, it's going to get easier for you. You've been through the bumpier, bumpier oh, yes. uh, part oh, of the ride, yes. I think. Yes, I have. Yeah, I think I'm right in that okay. bumpy road. Yeah, and I think you got a long ways to go. To, I'm trying to recover to from down. a concussion. <laughs> What you you were I said, in a I said no. I said I'm trying to concussion? recover from a concussion. Right now. <laughs> I'm in that bumpy road. I got it. I got it. Sorry, I was being a little too concrete. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, absolutely. Um, uh, there there are there's, there's a lot of of again research on this, and, and and my own clinical experience bears it out. And you you might hate me for saying this or or write it off as psychobabble, but we are usually attracted for our lifetime to um, the, some of the traits of the very first people we ever fell in love with. Ooh. And I'm not, talking, I'm not talking about your high school sweetheart. I'm talking about 
your parents. Yeah, I just read that the other day. Well, what if is, you don't have a good upbringing? But it's though? Inter- well, well, that it's interesting because since I read that, I've noticed certain traits about my relationships with mm. my mom and with my dad that I now am starting to be more aware of in you know well, some of my romantic interests, or even well, just, that. or even just in like friends or people that I attract in mm-hmm. my life in general. I, agree. I see those same mm-hmm. types of patterns. Well, Zach, I mean, think about it. If if you've ever seen a a mother or a father hold an infant and the love and, and, you know, and it's, it's skin on skin, intimate love. And, and we all have that, even if you had a bad upbringing. I mean, Bethany had a very terrible traumatic upbringing and, 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 you know, and I can recall challenging her and really just in the form of a simple question, Mm -hmm. do you think there was ever a time when you felt, you know, deep, love for your mother for bonnie and and she paused and and i asked her to think about infants that she'd seen with mothers and she you know broke down and said absolutely i mean she had gotten in touch with the fact that as much as she can't have her mother in her life today because of the abusive nature of that relationship it did serve as a kind of framework you know someone who's exciting someone who's uh and her father as well Someone who's you know a go-getter, wealthy, uh, controlling, powerful, but then she's got her personality traits too. Right. Um, but the simple answer is, we do fall in love with people who have traits like our parents, e- even when we don't want to. Well, how do you um, break that? Because yeah. like I was married for like three years, and he was an alcoholic, and my dad was an alcoholic. Right. Well, and one thing you can do. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not with Practical. him anymore, just FYI. Like, <laughs> right. But I looked back and I was like, how did I end up where my mom was, you know, so long ago? My mom put up with my dad 25 years and I was like, three right. years, that was enough for me. I mean, yeah. I just yeah. couldn't do it. And I was like, um, I'd rather be on my own for a couple <laughs> then, months. No, I'm just kidding. No, then, <laughs> you know, to be in that situation, it's horrible. I don't even know how she did it for 25 years. Well, I mean, the, 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 the best answer I could give you about how to avoid that is go to some Al-Anon meetings mm, yeah. uh, and, and meet other women, mostly go to those meetings that men do too, and and hear from other people uh, who grew up in families where one or both parents were alcoholics. Mm. And you can, you can break that cycle. You absolutely can break that cycle. Definitely. And um, uh, there's, I mean, the, the best advice I can give really uh, in, in the context of this conversation is mm-hmm. Look up Al-Anon. I mean, and you don't have to do the whole 12-step God thing if you don't, if that's not where you're at. Right, right. You, you take the tools that, that, that they have and you just listen to the to other people. Yeah. And you realize uh, that you can let go a lot sooner than the three years that it took you. Right. Alcoholism is a, is a really powerful beast. And, yes. Uh, and yeah. we, can't, we can't control it. Yeah. We have yeah. to know when to let go. So, Dr. Amador, what do you think are some of the biggest issues people face, or the most common issues that people face when it comes to dating? Um, well, you know, attraction, first of all. Uh, I could give you that. a list, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> Your list might be more interesting. interesting yeah, right? But, you know, it, 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 it's definitely, you know, do you feel chemistry? And then for so many of us, it's hard to define. And for, for men, because we're, you know, heterosexual men and gay men who are visual, um, uh, how the person looks is, is often, you know, a, yes. really a, a major factor. We don't like to admit it. Um, but then very quickly, um, someone who's a, a 10, who's, you know, visually attractive can become a one when they open their mouth. Um, you've got to have things in common. You've got to yeah. have 
um, a sense that this person is attracted to you, uh, uh, has confidence. Confidence is very attractive. Yes. Um, it's very attractive to men. It's very attractive to women. Um, so, so confidence is a big part of it. Um, if you have a sense of humor, someone who gets your humor is critically important. Um, that's exciting to people. Um, there, there's a long list of things, and, and it really goes back to the fit. Do we fit together? Do I enjoy spending time with this person? Do I feel like I can trust this person? Like I want to open up. And, and and one of the one of the kind of rules of thumb I often suggest is is he or she the first person you want to call when you get good news or uh, when you get bad news or when you, you get know, bad news? You know what's if the answer is no, then there's there's some you know distance yeah. there. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know what sucks is that sometimes you're the one that, oh, I want to call him for this and that, like in my mm-hmm. situation, and then it's not the same. <laughs> like <in return>. mm-hmm. <laughs> Which well, just recently yeah. happened, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, sometimes those calls can be the worst thing you can do. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's one question among many. Because the, the other question is, do you feel respected? Do you feel safe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, feel right. like your rela- do you feel like your relationship is, you know, on average mutual? Because sometimes... You're going to have to take care of the person. Other times, they have to take care of you. And, and you know, on average, is it mutual? Is there any um, way to see these mm-hmm. things before it happens? Like, is there something oh. where you're like, oh, this is a red flag, you know? Because I was yeah. just dating this guy yeah. for like two and a half months. I was telling Zach. Mm-hmm. And at first, he was texting me every day, inviting me out every weekend, um, holding my hand, we went out, we would, you know, go for drinks and dinner. And I'm not talking about just McDonald's. I'm talking about like fancy places in downtown LA. You know, I was being courted and stuff. And, you know, it, it pretty quickly went sexual too. And I mm-hmm. swear, like the last couple of weeks, it was just like, it's, I started feeling like an, like an F buddy, you know, friends with benefits kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I called him out on it and he was just like, yeah, that's what we are. And I was like, <laughs> Yes. And I mean, no remorse, no like, oops, sorry I said that. It was just like, yeah, that's, well, what'd you think it was, he told me. And I was like, oh, shit, well, I didn't know that, you know, taking (laughs) somebody out, you know. Unless you're clairvoyant, you're not going to avoid all the red flags. Right. But Okay, from start to finish, how much time are we talking about? From the first date to his saying, yes, you're just my F buddy. Two and a half months. Two and a half months. All right. So, you know what? If you continue... I don't well, know. It Ask is doctor here. <laughs> is it a long time? <laughs> not really. Not you know. Not if you were starting to think this. You know, that's about the time that relationships around three to four months um, either really commit to oh. monogamy and to intimacy, and we're going to do something, build something together, mm. attempt something together, or they go their separate ways, right. or someone cheats. Which we did. Um, I I ended up just saying, you know, this is not what I want. Yeah. So Maybe I don't think it. you. I think you avoided uh, uh, a landmine. I mean, you, you saw the warning signs yeah. and you didn't ignore it. A lot of people ignore those. It could be my age and my signs. experience, too. I'm not going <laughs> to lie because my younger me sure. would have totally just been like, oh, I guess as long as I get attention. But now I'm just like, oh, that's just a waste of time. That's how well, I feel. Or, 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 and I've heard this from, from uh, women mostly, mm-hmm. frankly, um, oh, he's just a man and he can't admit that he, he really loves me. And, and I know he does. Um, no, not me at least. Of, <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, it face. did hurt, though. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, ooh, okay. I didn't know yeah. that you could have friends with benefits that take you out to eat, you know, waste money on you right. and still. 
So now it kind of puts me on the edge, though. I don't even want to date because I'm, you know, you just don't know. And it's all this online dating thing. I know. That's going on, too. You just don't even know what, what's out there anymore. Like, if, Do- who's taking stuff serious or not. Dr. Amador, what do you think of online mm-hmm. dating and, like, these dating apps? Are you for it or against it? I'm for it. I'm absolutely for it. But, but with all the same common sense, um, uh, you know, tactics or skills that you'd have if, you know, your Aunt Millie introduced you to somebody. <laughs> um, I mean, really, it's, it's, it, it doesn't – what am I talking about? Do you like her friends? Do you like his friends? Have you met the family? What are they like? Um, you know, all the same things. How am I being treated? And, and it's Lauren. I'm sorry, right? Did I catch your name right? Veronica. 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 You're way I'm off. sorry, Veronica. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just uh, messing. Just, just, you, you just look like a Lauren through the phone. Somehow. Oh, wow. But, okay. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> but Veronica. Yes. Okay. You mentioned money really quickly, and I, got, I, I just have to red flag that one because um, – Money and does somebody spend money on me is such mm. such a powerful symbol and um, and something that really does attract people. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a $500 dinner. It could be, you know, a $10 thoughtful gift. Right. Um, money is a really, really powerful uh, symbol and how it's spent and, and, and whether you're given to or not um, becomes a big conflict area, but it's also a way in which we become attracted to one another. And mm-hmm. and there's generally some gender specific uh, generalizations we can make there. Right. But you know what it was about that? What, what was attracting about that? It wasn't like, oh my God, he's. It was just more like, wow, he's taking his time and you know spending some money on me. I guess you know, which in other cases, not that I've the guys. It's just straightforward, you know, straight to the point. Let's just go to dive bar or whatever. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. or friends. I felt like, oh, he was taking his time. Like, why would he want to spend money on me? Right. Well, Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Tell me, tell, well, tell me if I'm right. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were equating the dollar amount with the amount of intimacy and, and closeness that he Ooh. felt for you. Let me have another drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Deep down inside, yeah, right? They're so not conscious. the same thing. They're just not the mm. same. They could be the same thing right. for some people. Right. But, you know, a lot of it is, is experience. I agree with you, but it's, it's learning from our experience and keeping our eyes open. Right. And, and listening to conversations like this one that you put together, Zach, where, you know, what's, what are you identifying with as you're listening to us? Right. And, geez, did I do that? And learning. Yeah. And, and starting to be more self-aware of that. And so I, yeah. before, before we have to let you go, Dr. Amador, I want to jump into our, our next segment with you, which is called Dr. Amador, um, Help Me Stop Sucking at Relationships. Please. Um, and I know, I know Veronica already jumped into it, putting her, her relationship business out there. But um, let's see what advice you have for me or for people in my, um, in my age range, which is, you know, in their, in their 20s, who are n- semi-new to the dating game, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, well, my issue is I, I don't like dating. I don't like meeting people. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say I don't like people. I just don't like putting myself out there at all. Mm. Um, sure. and, and telling your story. How many times do you want to, exactly. you know, you to tell your story? Exactly. Over and over so, again. what advice do you have to? What advice do you have for me or and to to this generation, the millennials that are are jumping into this dating game and to to, to the millennials, you know, if if you're compelled to do it, go and do it. If you start to feel cynical, burned out, this sucks, take a break. Mm. I mean, just take a break. Don't go out on a date for a month. 
and, and take a breather from it. Um, because what happens is oftentimes, especially if, we're, if, we're, if you're dating in the context of groups, you know, it, it becomes this mindless pursuit rather than a mindful quest for, for closeness. So, you know, take a break. Um, but, you know, you've got to, it's sort of like sales. You've got to get 10 no's until you get a yes, one yes. So, um, uh, so I got to get you know, a few gotta, more no's. You got to keep going out there. Yeah, yeah, you got you to <laughs> yes, keep you going do. out there. I've gotten a few already. All right. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Dr. Amador, for, for calling in and for giving us your, your advice. And hopefully, you know, some listeners out there will, will really take it to heart and and, oh, definitely. and get themselves a boo, a boo thing. Right. Maybe buy his <laughs> oh, books in a bundle. Yes. So, Dr. Amador, where can where can our listeners find you? Are you on social media? Is there a website that they can catch yeah, you Yeah, we've got uh, – you can find me at dramador.com And, um, uh, yeah. That's a, probably the best place to find me is dramador.com. Don't put a period after the DR. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Dr. Amador, for calling in. And thank you for all your, your enlightening advice. That's right. You're very welcome. Take care, Zach. Take you care, too. Veronica. Thank you. Bye. I like Dr. Amador. I really do. I almost want to take him home to give me more advice. <laughs> <laughs> you, got a little, you got a little therapy session. You know there. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> wow intense i know i'm really liking this beat i am halfway through the show is already pouring my second glass <laughs> i like it because it's really light it's good rena you're gonna have to try this after yes it's you're really gonna like good. it okay so let's move into our last segment which is swipe left swipe right okay. um so left is basically is normally thumbs down and swipe right is normal oh you've been on tinder you know how it works. i mean that's where <laughs> i met my last date but yeah anyways <laughs> okay so i want to go through some of the biggest um celebrity couples that are are generating buzz Mm. online right now and then i want you you and i will both weigh in on what we think of each of these all right okay so the first one is is ben affleck and jennifer garner so they were together for 10 years they were married and they've recently split so swipe left um stick it out for the kids or swipe right leave and make yourself happy what do you think i think swipe right only because i have yes only because i have kids and i never believe the kids should be an excuse to okay. stick out anything. We don't know anything, what's happening behind closed doors. This is right. all media. This is all, you know, social media and stuff. We don't know exactly what's going on. I don't believe anybody should stick it out for the kids. I think the kids can see when you're not happy. Yeah. And, and you want to show them what's a healthy relationship. If exactly. it means not being together, then... Exactly. You don't want them because the kid, like Dr. Amador said, the kids right. see, you know, they're then attracted to what they see, you know, based off exactly. of their relationship with their parents. Exactly. So you want them to, to see love as a positive and, exactly. you know, relationships as a good thing. Exactly. I think I agree. I'm going to swipe right. Yes. Okay. Scott and Courtney from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. They were together for nine oh, years. Geez. They have three kiddos. Um, and Scott was recently accused of uh, cheating on Courtney. There were mm. some photos that leaked. You know what? And he didn't we were, seem faithful. I was talking about this earlier, and I just feel like, really, that's what broke the camel's back? Not right? everything and else. Not everything else. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, then we can we can spin this two ways. But the first way, so it, we'll talk about the infidelity. So right. swipe left. Um, is infidelity always a deal breaker or swipe right? Um, is it possible to, to recover from infidelity when you've been <sighs> with somebody for so long? You know what? I've been through it not only me but i know people that have i've seen both where like they stick it out yeah but it's like a broken stick you you put it back it's never going to be the, the same the trust isn't there yeah it's all about trust so what do you think of open relationships do you swipe left or right to those 
I swipe left to that. I do not believe in open relationships at all. But then again, I don't like to share. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they ever work out. Yeah, no, not at all. Okay, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who recently got married, and they've known each other since they were on that 70s show, and they were young teenagers. Um, So swipe left, friends for years uh, doesn't work out, or swipe right, friends are the best lovers. I think this one, because I've heard so much about it, and I'm such a hopeless romantic, (laughs) I would totally swipe right on it. Friends, I mean, you do have to be friends, too. Like, you can't just be lovers. Yeah, but I think when you're friends, it kind of makes things a little messy, no? No, well, not in their case, obviously, but I mean, I think the majority, I think friends are the best lovers. And sometimes you become each other's best friends in the relationship. It doesn't necessarily mean it starts off like that. Okay, so you're swiping right. Yeah, I'm going to swipe right. I don't know if I swipe right. (laughs) I don't know. I'm a little cynical on this topic, but um, I'm going to, I think it can work. But are you like the type that like, you know, if you like your friend... And he likes you and you guys have been friends for a couple of years. You wouldn't? Is that what you're trying to say? I think that's complicated. Because are you afraid that, you know, it's... The rejection? Yeah, or what if it doesn't work out? Or what if out? it doesn't work out and then you're not friends anymore? I think, then... I think it gets messy. You really have to be on the same page with that yeah. one. But you so have I'm to gonna be a risk taker. I'm going to swipe left. <laughs> I'm going right. to swipe left. Right. And I think circumstances are very... Um, it depends. Yeah, that's true. It, it all depends. Yeah. I'll give you that one. But I still swipe right. <laughs> 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 all right um thank you guys for listening to um an all-new episode of hashtag no filter with zach peter thank you to dr amador for calling in and giving us his advice mm-hmm. um you know hopefully Very we'll advice. take yeah hopefully we take you got a lot more advice than <laughs> <laughs> you can um check him out at dramador.com. be sure to go and follow him on twitter and um check out his website hit him up if you're on the east coast call him up for a session and listen to hashtag no filter next week we're going to be doing a love theme all month long love Ooh. sex dating relationships hey. it's all going to be happening this month on hashtag no filter thank you guys for listening don't forget to subscribe on itunes and follow me at just plain zach across all social media platforms and thank you to v for this very delicious coconut yes, colada very, very. i will <laughs> talk to you guys next week bye bye Oh, 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 oh,